Good day, everyone. This is Father Jim Wallace speaking from the Basilica of Our Mother of Perpetual Help in Boston, Massachusetts. Today is Wednesday of the 31st week of the year, November the 8th. And our readings today are taken from St. Paul's Letter to the Romans, chapter 13, verses 8 to 10, and the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 14, verses 25 to 33. Listen now to the Gospel. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even their own life, that one cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his or her own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion. Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, this one began to build but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he could successfully oppose another king? advancing upon him with 20,000 troops. But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, every one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. I remember the great, late biblical scholar, Carol Stuhlmuller. He once wrote, Fortunately, we do not read the gospel alone, but can balance it with other passages from Scripture. This is certainly helpful today. Jesus' opening words, If anyone come to me without hating father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, That one cannot be my disciple. Those words are certainly shocking, and they don't stop there. Following Jesus means hating one's own life and then taking up the cross. I think it's the word hating that stops us. Now, Paul's words today in the first section of his letter to the Romans offer a balancing word. And that one lies at the heart of Jesus' gospel, love. Paul writes, Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. And then after naming some of the commandments, don't commit adultery, don't steal, lie, covet, he adds in whatever other commandments there may be, all are summed up by this saying, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Paul concludes, Love does no evil to the neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Paul and Jesus both agree on the centrality of love. Now, 
this word hate today. Jesus' use of the word hating reflects a very Semitic idiom. That is a manner of expressing a dramatic preference of one thing over another. And this type of expression belongs to a family of languages that includes Hebrew, Arabic, and Aramaic, Jesus' own language. Perhaps even ourselves, we have used the word at times, hate and love, to capture the intensity of our feelings regarding something or an event or, or even someone. But now today, Jesus is making a clear call for being his disciples. First, and that means seeking, first of all, God, the kingdom of God. It's a call to follow him in doing the will of the Father to live out the gospel commitment of first loving God with all our heart, all our spirit, all our mind. And then, secondly, to love our neighbor, which includes our family, as ourselves. So it might be comforting to know that this tension in, with family often enough occurs in the lives of the saints. St. Alphonsus found himself in a battle of wills with his own father when he chose the priesthood over marriage and career. And St. Gerard Magella, whose mother locked him in his bedroom the last night of a redemptress parish mission to prevent him from running off to join them. And that very night, Gerard had ended up climbing out a window to follow them. The radical call of Jesus to discipleship to come and follow him, to be his disciple. It reminds us that taking up the cross can sometimes mean turning away from family, especially family values, and particularly political and social values, which are, when they are not, gospel values. That Jesus understood the challenge comes through in his call, calculate the cost. We heard in the two brief parables at the end of the gospel, the one about the builder needing to count the costs of doing, putting up a building, and a king going into battle. While the challenge can be difficult in being a disciple, we're not alone. In all this, Jesus walks with us, sends up his spirit to strengthen us, and he gives us the Eucharist to nourish, strengthen us as food for our ongoing journey into the kingdom of God. This is Father Jim Wallace. Have a good day, and thank you for listening.